The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who going this town tonight. Welcome to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Radio Show. VoiceAmerica.com. Alex Clancy in studio. Kwame will be joining us shortly. 888-346-9144. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Kwame at Kwame Lassiter. Got a lot to talk about today. I'll wait till uh, Kwame gets here to talk about Donald Sterling. We finished the show la- yesterday um, talking about that. We didn't want to start the show with it because it might have ended in being the only thing we talked about. Um, some interesting basketball games occurred last night. Even more interesting games are to be played tonight. The Wizards go to Chicago to try and close that series out. They're up 3-1, dominated the series pretty much from top to bottom. Uh, they've, they're coming out of the woodworks here as, as a force to be reckoned with in the East. Grizzlies go to Oklahoma City. This is another series tied 2-2 that uh, is one of the most intriguing in this year's playoffs. And Golden State goes to Los Angeles. We will talk about that last and tie that into Donald Sterling. Last night... The unthinkable happened, in my opinion. Uh, Atlanta beat the Pacers 107-97. This game wasn't close to as close as this. I think that Indiana got it down to about 9 with a minute and a half left. That was the closest they got. But they were down 30. I believe they were down 70-40 to early in the third quarter. Just came out flat again. Something is amiss. Roy Hibbert is not even a shell of his former self. He's, he looks like a high school player out there that just happens to be 7-2. Played 12 minutes, had zero impact on the game. Didn't score, didn't have a rebound. Took two shots. So I'm not sure what's going on with him. I'm not sure if anybody is sure what is going on with him. But he used to be the ace in the hole for Indiana during the playoffs. He's the one that would give Miami, if they were to play them, uh, the matchup fits that Indiana wants. But they might not even get there. They might even get out of the first round. And this is something that is going to baffle people, sports writers' minds, because a lot of people have picked Indiana to win the whole thing. Especially when they went on a sick run in the middle of the year, they looked untouchable. Now, I'm not sure why the collapse occurred. I'm not sure uh, what, where it was rooted. But something's amiss, obviously. They, they're down 30 in a, a pivotal playoff game at home against an 8 seed. Their bench got outscored 45-20. to 20. The leading scorer of Atlanta, Shelvin Mack, comes off the bench. I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And it's interesting that if you look at the, the team stats, everything's pretty similar. Everything's pretty similar except for Atlanta got to the line 33 times and Indiana only got there 18. There was a 14-point discrepancy between free throws made which is more than the final final spread 
just interesting that with a team that dominated so much the whole game as Atlanta did, the numbers really don't show that. So if you don't watch this game, you think this game would have been a single-digit game in its entirety. That was not the case. So going back to Atlanta, I don't, if this doesn't spark a fire under their behinds, I don't know what the Pacers are going to do. I don't know what the next step would be. Do you fire the coach? When does Larry Bird come into play with this? Do you just clean house and just get different personnel? Lance Stevenson seemingly would be gone because they're talking about re-signing him or him going somewhere else. And if they lose in the first round, he then becomes expendable because the only person that really matters on this team is Paul George. And I would say David West, too, for his veteran leadership, although David West hasn't touched anything with any sort of semblance of importance in uh in basketball games, I think he's been to the playoffs, but he hasn't got past the first round, I don't believe. Well, that's not true. With Indiana, he had, but before this, he hadn't. So I, I just don't... I don't know what they're going to do. Now I'm starting to question my, my thought process on Frank Vogel as a head coach. I just don't know how many how it could have switched so quickly. They just turned the lights off with a month left in the season. The lights just went out in Indianapolis. So, we'll see what happens. That that was uh, the most shocking thing that happened last night, in my opinion. Um, he, Bobcats, he closed the series out. This was kind of a, a boring um, boring series. The Bobcats played pretty well throughout. They The first two or three games, they were within 10-12 points the whole game, each game. So, I give them credit for not just bowing down, because they could have lost each game by 30, because that's where the talent... Uh, disparity is with them with regards to the Heat. Um, Spurs Mavericks. Spurs were up 20. Mavericks come back and tie it with uh, three or four minutes left. Kwame's in studio now. Um, and the Spurs end up pulling it out. This is this is a fun series to watch, but with the new day and age of basketball, isn't it kind of boring? I mean, it's like defense, yeah, defense is fun to watch and watching the Spurs do what they do, which is what they've done for the better part of a decade isn't it more fun to watch teams like Washington and Golden State and the Clippers than it is for San Antonio, even more so than in the past? That's, I, mean, they, I hear what you're saying, but that's for the excitement part of it. But if you're an owner of a franchise or if you're that coach or Popovich, you kind of like the way you play basketball because you're always in the mix of things. And, and the way they look, that game looked last night. San Antonio ended up winning, but Dallas just looked like the better team. They, San Antonio won that game. Dallas made a huge comeback. Actually, they actually tied it up. Right. And they were down probably about 15 points at one, at one time at, during that game. But if you're an owner and you got that chemistry and that caliber of player that you have, and that's really you – know, you can look at them and say, well, Ginobili's a superstar. Um, you can look at the uh, – Tony Parker. Tony Parker. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm full-speed okay. full rushing. Right. You look at those guys, and they do have superstars over there, but – they play such a, a, a boring game. It's, it's just boring. There's no excitement. It's San Antonio. They don't get that media coverage that L.A., New York get. Um, I think Oklahoma Thunder may get more media coverage than they do. But they are, they, they are always right there in the mix of things. Yeah, and that, but having said all that, the way that the Clippers and Golden State play doesn't win championships, and that's been proof positive over history. Um, it's just I, I'd much rather watch in these playoffs. I'm... I want to see some sort of progression in the NBA, and I love San Antonio. I don't; they've never done anything wrong. They do everything organically, and I've said that over and over again through the draft, right, right. through a lower 
uh, free agent pickups where they don't pay guys a lot of money and they just give them a chance and they can shine. I just think that, I mean, it's fine. San Antonio, whoever wins this series, I'll be happy because I love Dirk and I love Tim Duncan. And I think that they're starting to become uh, extinct in the NBA. I love when they say Tim Duncan is getting old. Uh, of course he's getting old. He's, getting <laughs> he's old 38. By, yeah, he's getting old <laughs> by the second. He's, everybody's getting old by the second, by the minute. But the wealth of knowledge he has in his head, the moves he has patent down, you still can't defend him. Nobody can defend him. He's been in the league for what, 15 years? Yeah, uh, more than that. Yeah, yeah. I think hey. him and Kobe came in the same year. Yeah, but wasn't he one of those guys that stayed in college for four, four years? years? Yeah, yeah like and course. still has about 18 years of, of NBA would, yeah. basketball. Mm-hmm. So the way he plays basketball, he just revamped his game with the knowledge he has in his head. And you're talking about him getting old. Well, of course he's getting old, big dummies. Everybody <laughs> get old. But that doesn't mean that they can't play the game. Now, if you were talking about him running track at 38, then maybe he can't do that. But that wasn't his thing. He's patented his game since he was in probably middle school. He was working on his game to be who he is today. Well, yeah. So say, say the Spurs get through. They play the winner of Houston and Portland, which at this point looks like it's going to be Portland. Uh, but... It, it'll be interesting to see the new age versus old age. Again, San Antonio is, is just old faithful. And then you have these young, like Damian Lillard is so good in his second year. That gamble paid off for them. I think they drafted him fifth overall. LaMarcus Aldridge is still young. What gamble? What, what, them drafting him from Weber State at, at five overall. I mean, he was, he, he was, he was good. a good, I know, oh. and he was good. And he was, I think he played, he was a redshirt junior. Because I think he played 10 games his junior year and then got a medical redshirt and then came back. But still, smaller schools, right. not a lot of people will hold that much weight that high in drafts but see, with when smaller s- schools. When scouts do their job, when, yeah. when, when organizations and uh, businesses do their job, even in the workforce, when you go recruit that top lawyer from any university, when you do your job, it, don't, it doesn't matter what where you come from, it matters. Can you get the job done on the next level? Yeah, I mean, and Damon Lillard, you, you're right. And I know what you're saying about him going to Weber State. That is a huge pickup. He plays like he's been playing in the league for 15 years. Yeah, and, and it's crazy. I remember watching his first game, the first play where he had an opportunity to shoot. He took a pick. The guy went under the pick, and he nailed a 27-footer from the top of the key like he'd been doing it for 10 years. And I'm like, oh, boy, this kid, he's got ice. He's got uh, cold. He's cold-blooded, and, and he... He shows that he deserves to be there. He's a very smart player. He can lead the team, and they're really exciting. We'll talk about them a little later. Uh, tonight, though, this is the best night of basketball yet, in my opinion. Tonight? Yeah. Uh, you no. have... Um, With all that was going on, this is going to be the best night, and you haven't seen this night yet. Well, Washington Bulls, I want to see... I love Washington. They're my new favorite team, and it's easy to jump on a bandwagon now. Bandwagon. No, of course. But, I mean, I'm not investing in this team. I just love watching them. Grizzly Thunder which is the, the two most different teams playing each other right now in a series, and Warriors-Clippers for obvious reasons. We'll talk about Donald Sterling maybe in the third segment so we can get, get some basketball out before then. Um, Wizards-Bulls, do you think there's any chance that the Bulls come back? No, the Wizards just a better team. The Bulls doesn't have enough offensive power. That, they make their name, Chicago Bulls make their name on defense. Uh, you look across the board, starting with the head coach, uh, Tom Thibodeau, who, um, who's an outstanding defensive mind. Then you look at the rest of the team and how they play ball. If they can keep you under 90, they always have a chance. You look for the Bulls to win basketball games. When they keep you 95, you don't break their century mark. You find them winning a lot of games. Unfortunately, I don't think they have enough consistent offense for the Chicago Bulls to come back and beat the Washington Wizards. The Washington Wizards just across the board playing a lot better ba- Yeah, you can, they can score from a lot of different yeah. positions. Yes. I mean, they have everybody on in their starting five can go off. You know, Martian Gortok could have 25 and 15 on any given night. Um, he doesn't a lot, but he could. Uh, Nay will be back. He was suspended from last game, and that didn't really matter. 
So uh, we got to take a break. On the other side, we'll talk Thunder's Grizzlies. Thunder Grizzlies. Um, we'll talk Clippers Warriors and what could potentially transpire at 2 p.m. Eastern today. There will be a press conference by Adam Silver. Eleven o'clock out, huh? Yeah, which unfortunately is a little bit past our our uh, window here. Uh, Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. We'll be back to talk about all this. We got Junior Spivey on hold, which will make everything more exciting. We'll be back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hi, I'm Joe Swedish, CEO of WellPoint. We proudly support the March of Dimes and all they do to reduce the rate of premature birth in the United States. Though premature births have recently declined, still half a million babies are born too soon each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs that help moms and their babies live healthier lives. Please visit MarchofDimes.com and join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Last Sports Talk. We are live. This is the second segment. You know, one of the things we talked about yesterday was the uh, Donald Sterling situation and Adam Silver, the commissioner, has a press conference, as Alex mentioned, going into break. At 2 o'clock, that's 11 o'clock our time, we will be off the air, but we got all week to talk about it as I will be out of town Friday, Alex, so, okay. you know, but I will call in. Now, I wanted to talk basketball yesterday before I bring, into, bring into that situation that Donald Sterling was, was uh, allegedly, I don't know if they used the um, voice recognition yet and found out it was him, but it was him. There's a lot of ramifications going on with that, just even being recorded in L.A. So I don't even know, so I was thinking, I don't even know if it was, it was recorded in L.A., so if it's valid or not, because no one can be recorded in the city of California without the knowledge of them knowing being, they are being recorded. So that's a whole other subject. But that doesn't change the fact that we know who this guy is. And this guy, you know, you, guys like Baron Davis, guys like Chauncey Bullops have come out. Uh, we watched the two head coaches play for him, coach for him. We watched that situation. But I wanted to talk basketball first because I knew this would be a hot topic. Uh, and it could have took over the whole show. And, and it probably will because we wanted to talk some Golden State Clippers. Uh, we want to talk Oklahoma City Thunder and the Memphis, who, who I thought the game would be what it, what it is now, where they are in this series. Uh, but unfortunately, though, that game is uh, 
the Memphis Grizzlies and the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder plays tonight, right? Yeah. Yep. And you wanted to ask Spivey. We got Junior Spivey on, on, on the line. So uh, I know Junior's used to get it heated. And I say he's been quiet, but I don't. He said he hasn't been quiet. I know when some stuff come out, some like injustice that he, you know, well, I, he's obviously hiding from me because he won't be in the studio. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know where the studio is. Um, okay, I mean, so should we just jump to it now? But you asked me a question yesterday. Yeah, I asked you a question. For those of you that didn't hear yesterday, I asked Kwame if he would play tonight at at home against the Golden State Warriors if he were a part of the Clippers team. And he surprised me by saying no. And for those of you that don't know Kwame in my relationship, I know him to have been a consummate professional when he played in the NFL. So it kind of surprised me that something like this would affect him professionally. And then I asked him again, and I understand. I mean, I don't understand. I'll never understand. But I thought that you'd play for your teammates and the stuff surrounding it would kind of fall by the wayside for those 48 minutes. See, here, here's what um, bothered me uh, a lot. Like when, when you, Even in any general conversation, when, when somebody asks you a question, uh, you give them an answer, just because they don't like their answer, they're waiting for me to change my answer so they ask it again, then ask it again. That, that second and third question, the same way, or the same question in a different way, it, it, it bothers me because I just gave you my answer. I'm, if you know me, then I'm gonna tell you what it is. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. So don't. So that's why I say. That's why I said yesterday. Yes, you are. You are questioning me because well, you asked me again. I was just surprised. Yeah. No, but you know what? Um, why I wouldn't play because the the, the whole situation, the, the history of America, this history of this country, and at the same time, I got to go back to Virginia at some point, and I got to look my grandmother and my grandfather and my and my, uh, my elders in their face. I got to look them in their eyes and. And I know what they've been through. I, I had a situation where me and my grandfather was, um, and he's a very respectful man, very, uh, uh, he, you know, he's, he's first class. He's been first class all my life, all his life. So we, went, we go to the store one time, and he, we in a, you know, it's just he and I, we, he, he buys something. Now, you know, cashiers, probably like a 16-year-old girl, uh, 16-year-old white girl, and, and, he's, he's, and it bothered me that he's just, Yes, yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. This, that. She's a sixteen-year-old girl working at a dollar store, and and I and I it kind of bothered me. I'm like, you don't have to show her that type of respect. But that's who my grandfather always been—a respectful guy. But I, I just didn't like it because how the world goes and how the country goes. But he's just been a respectful guy. Now, for me to say I'm gonna go play in a basket in a, in a football game when the owner of my team, owner of his team. Says what he says, and it comes out in public, and I know who he is. If I never know, that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'm not surprised about how these owners come out. You, you got to be the dumbest person in the world if you don't understand social media today. Don't say anything you don't, you don't really want come out. It will come out. But having known that the owner said that, and I have to play for him, I, I just can't. I don't think I will play. Spivey, would you? Uh, I would play. Because I, I, I don't play for the owner. Yeah. I, play, I play for me. I play for the name on the back of my jersey. And the reason why I say that is because like, after the season, you know what? I would probably ask, I would demand a trade if he's, continue, if he's the owner. Well, you shouldn't have to demand to a trade. Team, I want out of there. But now it makes sense. How do you think Chris Paul feels going back to when, you know, he, was, know. he, he wanted to sign with the Lakers as a free agent and well, he wanted to be traded to the Lakers. I believe it was a trade, and David Stern blocks the trade. Right now, it makes it makes all the sense in the world. And you're telling me David Stern didn't know who this guy was way back when, and no one's bringing that that That's point true. up. 
that David Stern knew who this guy was, been knowing this guy, and they both together blocked the trade that was that was it would have been huge for the Lakers. You're right, and you hit the nail on the head because don't you think Chris Paul done his research as as others as the owners and and the commissioner did theirs don't you chris paul don't you think chris paul called some players that played for him or called guys in la how's the city i mean you we can we can speculate how la is if you're just looking at it from afar that everything looks good the lights look good la is la is fun the beach the sunshine but if you haven't been there you got to go through the city life you got to live that life you got to you got to assume that chris paul did his homework his due diligence to find out How's the owner of this team? How's the uh, the uh, office, the front office? How's ba- basketball operations? Yeah, no, I, absolutely. And then you look at it, and he's he's. This isn't the first time he said something like this, or has allegedly said something like this in his tenure of what over thirty years of being the owner. He was supposed to get his second lifetime achievement award by the NAACP. So what? <laughs> there's something that's amiss here. If he had said something racist before. I don't understand where the first one came from unless the comments came after his first Lifetime Achievement Award. You know why they give him life, Lifetime Achievement Awards? Because he puts a lot of money into the city, mm-hmm. and he's putting a lot of money in some sponsor's pocket or or in, some in, business in pocket. Way. Yeah, he, he's he's financially stable enough to help everybody else around the city. So if I got a vote and I'm, and I'm part of that, and I'm crooked enough, and, and I'm devious enough, and I don't care, yeah, I'm gonna give him a lifetime achievement award because that builds his resume. That keeps the money coming back. It's, it's political, really. Yeah. So, so from now, starting here as the starting point with the news conference today. I mean, they, if what if they find him like a million dollars or something? They they don't find him because that's, that's like enough. that's chump change. I understand. Like th- this is going to be a huge determinant on Adam Silver and his tenure as a commissioner because not a lot of commissioners deal with this. I don't know if any have ever dealt with something specifically like this. And this is the beginning. He's only been doing this for two months or three months. So this will be the determinant on how much players respect him from here on out, what he does to Donald Sterling. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, but would you get Adam Silver, Adam Silver the benefit of the doubt? He's, he, you're right. He's only had the commissioner job title for two months. But he's been around that nonsense for 22 years. Yeah. Under, under the um, under the I didn't realize it was Dave, for that long. David Stern, yeah. Um, but I, I, I just... Um, it is very interesting, and I ask both of you guys as I, as I say this. I think the only way out, it's, hard, it's tough for me to say, tell a guy who built what he's built as far as the Los Angeles Clippers, you got to sell your team. The only thing, the only thing I see that makes sense, not the only thing, but one of the things I see that makes sense to me is kind of what, see, Junior said he would was, he was play, but he would ask for a trade. I said, same thing, I wouldn't play, but same thing as far as the guys who's playing now for the Clippers, they should be free agents next year. Mm-hmm. They should allow to be free agents next year. Junior? Absolutely, and, and you know what? Hey, baseball came in and intervened and took over the team from, from the court. Yep. So I don't see why, you know, the NBA can't do the same thing. And, well, and if he sells the team, it's not like he's, he, he's losing anything. He's going to cash out, and he's going to cash out big. And for what he paid for the team and what he's going to get out of the Clippers and where they are now and how marketable the Clippers are now with the players that he has, like a Blake Griffin and a Chris Paul. And these guys on all the commercials. you got two of the players on most of the commercials in, in, across the country. So he's going to cash out. And, you know, it's not like he's, he's losing anything. He's going to cash out and he's gonna, he can go buy something else. But he's just not in the NBA. He just can't be an NBA owner. And I wouldn't want him to be an NBA owner if I'm a player. 
I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want him in the league. Plain and simple. Yeah, no, and I, and, and I understand that, and especially this guy, he's he has so much real estate around Los Angeles. He's known to not sell anything. He know he's known to love to go to court because he has all the money on the planet. And he can take somebody, if somebody sues him, he can make sure that court case lasts 30 years and that person never gets a dime and he'd be happy to spend a bunch of money to never give that guy his money. And this is something that is a huge problem for the NBA and the players and everything because this guy is stingy. This guy had never paid anybody until he paid Elton Brand and when Elton Brand uh, signed a tender or uh, an offer sheet with the Spurs for $70 million in the early 2000s and he matched it. Nobody thought he'd match it because Elton Brand wanted to get out. So this is a new guy in spending money. He's never he hasn't spent money for upwards of ten years. And so it's, and it's too early. It's going to be tough. It is, and it's too early for me to say or think what uh, African Americans in, in the sport of NBA is going to do right now because it's early. What did happen last week? Uh, it came out last week. It's too early for me to say what these guys can do because this hit them hard like a, br- a bunch of bricks right in the face in the midst of a, a playoff games. So it's too hard for me to say, and I, I really don't think. Pulling your shirts off in the center court and, and having a logo. I, I still know you play for the Clippers. So it's, so <laughs> it's too hard for me to say what they can do right now. We got Danny Williams online. Uh, Danny, are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. How you doing? We're doing pretty All good. Right. We're talking about the uh, Donald Sterling uh, situation. We, got, we also got uh, Adam Silver coming up at 2 o'clock Eastern time, 11 o'clock our time. We'll be off the, we'll be off the air. Right. But, but Danny, you, you do a lot of things. Uh, uh, you know you have a lot of things going on as far as you know, we we talked about some stuff um, like the receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, and just not him. There's a lot of things that went on before that, up until this point right now. What what is your take on uh, Donald Sterling and and what you got going on? How you can immediately get that out there right now? Well, first thing on Donald Sterling is, uh, and I was listening to both of you guys, and I heard you Kwame say you wouldn't play. I heard Junior say that he would play. I wouldn't play. And I know it's tough on those those young men. A lot of them are young, um, but I would not play for the simple fact of you got to take a stand sometime. If not now, then when? Right, and this I, is the I perfect agree. opportunity to take a stand. Unfortunately, they would have to do that, but it would be a great time to take a stand and say, you know what, enough is enough. After all the things that they've gone through, coming from the depths of hell. As, as an organization, to now being relevant and being probably the most fun team to watch in the NBA, true, top to bottom. I don't know, and, and, and I understand your point, it's, but it's a lose-lose for them because if they play all out and they win the series and say they win the championship, they're winning a championship for somebody that they despise. And it, it's for them too, yes, but it's also who's going to be the one that touches the trophy first. It's tough. But you know what? It's that, tough. That's true, but let me ask you this. Ten years from now, are you really going to sit back and say, hey, who won the NBA championship 2014? Or are you going to say, hey, do y'all remember what happened when the Clippers did? Yeah, I mean, and that's fair. And there's no, there's no uh, safety plan for something like this to happen. There's no emergency route out for something like this to happen because this is, this is uncharted territory at this point. And I'm, so, I, I'm, I mean, it's going to be a lose-lose for them. I think, personally, that they need to, the closest guys on their team are each other. So I think if you're going to play, you're going to play for each other. And that's what and, they're playing for. And, and I just, I mean, I would play, but it's so, much, it's so easy for me to say that arbitrarily. Junior, you have a World Series ring, and no one can take that away from you. I don't care what happened in your life. No one can take that World Series ring away from you unless you leave it at my house and I steal it. But <laughs> that, um... eBay. But... but <laughs> But, but, but you play for your teammates. First. You play for yourself. Your, I, I, 
I gotta, I'm gonna assume playing at a high level, you play for yourself so you can take care of your family, then you play for your teammates. Right, that's, 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 you're exactly right. And, and, and that's a tough decision that those guys have to make, and they need to take a stand. And I would demand that the owner sells the team, plain and simple. So hopefully on that announcement today, they can't do that. They're going to step away and sell the team. That's impossible. That right there will, 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 will you know, answer a lot. And I think that will solve the, solve the issue you can't, right now. You can't demand anybody to sell something that's their own. Like there's nothing. Okay, there's yes, you can. You yes, can't you can. unless you all of the owners type of mentality. This is 2014. There's no place in this world for that. There's no place in this country, and there's definitely not a place in sports to know that that he's, he has a slave master mentality. There's no no place for. It. I've been trying to wake people up for a long time. This just came out to the light. Think how much more of this is hidden. Um, and and right. un- unfortunately, this guy now. Again, I did mention there's some ramifications that this girlfriend, what what bothered me about the things she said was, first of all, she's black and Mexican-American, and she was willing to say, I will pull down my pictures of my black friends. And why, would, why would you do that? Why would you? Why she would you? Those face, she don't want to stop those, those checks coming in. You know, she, Absolutely. Those the that money. <laughs> she don't want to stop that. And she was in. she was but, feeding you know, him I mean, you questions. Know, you said something earlier about her. It sounds um, coerced about record, recording the conversations. I guess she was his archivist, from my understanding. I want to know where she recorded him conversations. I would he, like he, he knew that because I, he forgot a lot. He was correct? probably drinking because he sounded like he was slurring. his drunk, well, or he well, you know he, he wasn't it drunk was a, in love. <laughs> and not to cut you off, it was a report that came out yesterday evening that said she said, according to her attorney. Donald Sterling knew that he was being recorded, right? Because he wouldn't have said he would all lose that. Lose his memory, he would forget things that he said. So he wanted right. her to record. I can, that can hold up in court, so she could go back and listen to it. I think yeah, that can hold up. In court. All of his conversations, like I said, she was my understanding. She was his archivist, and she recorded all of his conversations. Anything that when he talked, she recorded because You're he right, forget a lot. She said, "Yeah, he." She has over a hundred hours of conversations with him, right? Man, that must have been boring a lot of times. <laughs> it had to have been boring. A hundred hours. <laughs> why are you on the phone? You got a girlfriend. What do they have in f- common? Like, nothing. But but <laughs> and she's not even that cute. You, have y'all seen the pictures? I, I didn't see anything special about her. No. Nah, but yeah. he's an old man with a young girl. It, Whose wife like, knows about her. Yeah, yes. <laughs> when you wealthy, and I'm not saying rich, when you wealthy, it's easy for his wife. His wife uh, know about the girlfriend. So fans-wise, on, on that side... Everybody's saying boycott, boycott, boycott. Um, first of all, all the tickets should be free to this game. I think if you want to go, you don't have to pay for it. That's and, good. That's good. And yeah, number two, good. do you think that it'll be a full packed stadium? I think it's going to be packed. So do you guys, do you guys it, agree? It, it may be packed, but I'm, I'm, I agree with. I'm like this. This is my this is my take on it. You know, I said I would play, but I think it, it, I'll play only if he announces that he's going to step away and sell the team. Period. Because there's no way. Just like. Uh, but what my you man playing? said just a while ago, you know, look back 10 years. I mean, 10 years from now, man, you know, they have to take a stand. Something has to be done now. I, it has to be done in a major way, and this is the perfect time to make a stance because it has to stop now. Look, they, you were absolutely correct when you said they can't make him sell the team. They can't. But what they can do is make him hurt and feel it in his pockets. Yeah. Sponsorships are dropping left and right. They can suspend him indefinitely, and they found out today that they can actually find him Two point five million dollars, really not nothing. Nothing. But but with the sponsorship losing 
and suspending him indefinitely, then the owners have to take a stand and say, look, you're making it bad for all of us in this league. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that, one guy can't. Only way well, and he only he goes he only goes to ten games a year, so it's not like suspending him indefinitely is going to hurt him that much either. He, no, he he's run they this. They don't suspend him from just coming to the games. They suspend him from all operations whatsoever. But he then somebody his no family going to take over, and he's still getting paid. Well, his I, wife. It goes his to his wife, wife and his will. Well, his, well, his was going to happen. Um, and I and I just heard a um, a scenario that possibly can happen. He. Before it gets the NBA takes over his team because of the uh, racial slave mentality he has that you work for me, I'm paying for you guys, cars, houses, and all this lifestyle you have, the way he, which he thinks he, he's doing. Before that takes place, the NBA takes over his team. If that happens, then it goes to court. His wife divorces him, then the courts get involved. NBA don't want to be involved with the courts um, because that's a whole other matter. So the courts get involved. They sell the team, or they, they get his net worth, his profit of that team, and they split it in half and give it to the half of it goes to his wife. So she still comes out. But I, I, don't, I don't believe, and one of the things I did want to say, with the kind of guy he is, I, I heard there was an opportunity for him to even move the team to Anaheim, who has a nice facility out there, but he didn't want to do it because he said his friends like to play and watch the games in L.A. So it was just, and they was going to even give him a helicopter so he wasn't in L.A. traffic. And I just heard this. He was going to get a helicopter because he was, so he wouldn't have to be in LA traffic. He can get to the games, but he didn't want to do it because his friends. So, so really, he has no business conscious anyway. Uh, why he even have the team? No, he's running this as a business, and not everybody that's on the court are just money makers. It's not. There's no love. He's the opposite of Mark Cuban to start with. He doesn't care about basketball at all. He's going to make five hundred sixty million dollars as of right now. If he were to sell it today, he would make over $550 million on this purchase that he bought for, what, 12 or 15 mil in 1981. So yeah, he's absolutely. done his work. win for him either way it goes. Yeah, he yeah. Gonna, he gonna, I think he's So getting, it doesn't matter. I mean, he, this doesn't matter to him because he doesn't see his personnel as people. He sees them as dollar signs, and that's it. And that's how people run businesses a lot of times. What do y'all think about this? What do y'all think about this? And I'm just going to throw out a name because I heard it come up. Uh, Magic Johnson. Buying the, uh, buying the team. Imagine, he got that much money? No, he's he's he he's got the investors, face. but he got investors though. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, I think they're investors, investors from China for the Dodgers. Be back <laughs> yeah, but why would he do that? Because he should try to buy the Lakers. He tried to. He tried to buy the Lakers because he could. Just yeah. because of how all this started. Remember, initially, all this started because of Magic's picture. Yeah, but but then he covered that up by. You don't want me to come to your games? Okay, I'll buy your team. Yeah, he covered that up by saying, oh, and no, it's, it's because he's a Laker and not, he's not a Clipper. So, obviously, if, if Magic bought the Clippers, then that would be... Magic th- built that building. I, I, well, he built the forum, but... Yeah, okay, well, but so they he can have, pay for the staple. Yeah, well, you have... Then, are they just going to be one team? Like, is it going to be love and la-la land between these two teams and not the hatred that there is now? Because <laughs> Ma- no. Magic is the most loved Laker of all time, probably. Yeah, and that's probably why he would never... I don't think he would ever buy the Clippers because of that reason. Because he's a, a Laker through and through, but I do like them even talking about it. I, I love yeah. the fact of you don't want me to come to your games. Okay, well, guess what? I can turn around and buy your team. <laughs> Let me ask you guys another question: Would, would you go to a Clipper game right now today? Absolutely not, Spivey Junior. No way, no way. Um, I feel like I feel like it would be empty. Five Clipper games. That's the that's the crazy thing. Five Clipper games. I wouldn't go back as long as. As long as Stern is the owner, I wouldn't go to a Clipper game. Period. If it was for free, I, I might. Not even. I wouldn't go if it was for free. Y'all talking to a white boy, so you, you got to understand how he thinking. 
It's a playoff game. I like Steph Curry, and it's in L.A. That's when I go. Mark Jackson. I love what Mark Jackson said. Mark Jackson said, if we want to protest, this is how we should, we should oh, do it. Uh, I wouldn't mind both the teams showing up to play and not one single fan showed up. Yeah, but let me say that. And Alex, was mentioned, Alex mentioned something about that earlier, and I wanted to hit on it. So I agree with both of you guys. It, tickets should be free for everybody to get in of any race and color. Yeah. Or, or no one should show up. But let me tell you what fans are today anyway. They're nothing but props. It's, it's about TV money. It's not about how many people are in that stands. Because Absolutely. the TV revenue they get paid from, every major sport got, has a TV revenue. Yeah. So it's not about the fans, really. It looks good. That's why when you see some stadiums now, when they build new stadiums and new arenas, the seats look like yeah, the color. They're red. Yeah, Miami. Red. Yeah. Miami, perfect example. And, and Arizona Cardinals got red seats, so it looks like it's a sea of red in there. Um, if you have 30,000 fans and it, and it holds and it holds about 60,000 and you have some empty seats where it looks like somebody is, are in those seats. Yeah. So it's for the pr- people are props now. It's, it's for the TV, the, the revenue. That's what it looks like. So if we were just playing a pickup game, there wouldn't be anybody out there, but whoever was next to play. And that would be a great game. So that's what this can be tonight. Is it, is it sick to say that? Well, none of the teams should play. You know, when these guys, aren't these the same players that were locked out of the league? Yes, it was. By the owners? The exact same players. Same one. Okay, then. And the, the, the players should take a stand across the board. And I don't uh, agree. You guys with... locked us out, and we had to agree to these terms that we don't really care, we, we don't really care for, but we agreed to them because you guys waited us, uh, waited us out, you know, and, you know, I don't agree that it, right now it shouldn't be one guy. One guy shouldn't take that stand, or maybe one the top five guys they shouldn't take that stand because that that isolate them and say okay now regardless of how they do it and they will be right in doing so. But then how do you perceive and looked at afterwards? Uh, like he was a bad guy, like they were bad guys. But right. you forget about the situation that caused them to come out and do that. A lot of right. people forget the cause and effect of things. If, if I'm LeBron. I'm not going to sit out. I can win a championship. Like I, I don't. I, I understand the idea behind it, but especially with Indiana going hey, out, he he can walk to the finals now. So like I under- understand, dude. You know what I mean? Divided we fall. And I've and, and I've and never won. No one. The only reason why we played, we were going to strike. Period. The only reason why we played no one is because of nine eleven. Outside of that, we were we. It was a, it was a done deal. It was done deal, and all the players in the league made up our mind. And then we had to come back to the drawing board. We had to go back to the tables like, we can't do this to the country. Huh. You know? And that's the only reason why we played, and that's the only reason why shoot, I had an opportunity to win the championship. But otherwise, we were striking. I, I would I say, as you... socially conscious as LeBron James is, I guarantee you, if they decided not to play, he would be one of the first ones to say, I'm not playing either. Would you think Charles Barkley said that? Absolutely not. Charles definitely wouldn't say it. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. That's for Danny, sure. Danny, Danny, let me get let me get the Danny real quick. Last night, man, how he changed his tune. Yeah, it, it was really sad to hear some of the comments he made last night. Yeah, but and at the end, he agreed with Kenny. After Kenny fought so hard, it's like you know what? He needs to be out of the league, plain and simple. And then he, you know, he shined some light on it, and then Charles changed his tune. But outside of that, Charles was making some really crazy comments, <laughs> and it was sad to hear Charles make some of the comments that he made last night. Mm. Interesting, Danny. You you got something going on, man. You had you had it going on for a while. Danny's an entrepreneur, by the way. Um, but speak on um, speak on what you're doing right now today, because it, it kind of ties in to a lot of this. And we got about we have about fifteen minutes left in the show. 
13. Yeah, real, real quickly, um, I've been part of an organization now uh, that we started a little while ago called One Peace, One Love, One World, uh, dot, dot org is the website. But it's uh, One Peace, One Love, One World Foundation. And one of the movements that we picked up here uh, in the last six months, uh, we started a campaign called No More N-Word. And a lot of it has transpired from what you were talking about earlier, Kwame, some incidents that happened in the NFL last year um, that was kind of brought to the forefront. We know it's, a, it's a, an issue and a problem that the NFL has been having, but they really brought it to light as of last year. Can I stop you right there? Can I put a comma to that? Absolutely. Let me say this. And it's not no more N-word for somebody who's, who's – it's no more N-word for everybody, right? Absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah, it, it is not just uh, – you know, it's not just for, quote-unquote, African-Americans or blacks. No, it, this is for everyone. Because, um, first of all, it's the most controversial word in our language, period. You know, you got some people saying, I don't know who to say it, who can say it. Well, you know some what they're saying, doing now. Say Listen, it's a word that should be banned, period. Nobody should say it. They're sure. calling them thugs now. Instead of the N-word, they're calling them thugs. Yeah, which is cold word for it. It shouldn't be said, Period. So the organization just picked up the movement um, to really try to push it and start something, just make people just more socially conscious of no more N-word. You know, and you can go to the website and read a little up on it, um, some of the information that we've gathered and put it on there. Uh, it's a really good, good movement. And you're right, Kwame, I think it really fits in today, what's going on in the NBA you need to send something to uh, Riley Cooper. You need to see the band to Riley Cooper. Just you know, a lot of guys need could and should need to get behind this, but you know, it's going to take a push because everybody has their own agenda, invested interests. So right. you're going to really have to make a strong push. And and you know, I, I already told you how how I felt about it and what I would be doing from my end. Right, right. And definitely appreciate that we have a uh, we do have the the wristbands. Um, that we have is one of the big things that we really just want to push. It's simple, it's easy. Get it out there, wear a wristband, um, join the movement, and just really, again, try to get people socially aware, socially conscious of this is something that no one needs to be saying. Right. Well, we was going to take a break, but I don't think we'll take a break. we keep going. We'll give us the website again. It's One Peace and One Love. OneWorld.org, and that's one O N E spelled out. One piece, one world, one love.org. Am I correct? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right, so what do you guys think is going on? You, you watched some basketball. Now, this game tonight, we, we were, you know, talking to. What do you think the Adam Silver is going to really do? Because a 2.5, that's not a fine. That's not a fine to an owner. That's a fine to a player. That's not a fine to an owner. And do do anybody else in a, any other African Americans or any, not not even African Americans anybody, and the other sports come out and get on top of this. What can they do? I, I don't know. The voice, voice. Uh, yeah. Well, so you can you can voice whatever you want, and this is the matter of fact situation that we're in. What can really be done to him? That's and, gonna, and that's going to really hurt, cripple him. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, but it, and it, it's going to be on the owner's shoulders. And Spivey, you talked about this earlier. It's going to be on the owner's shoulders to unite against him. And f- that's those are the only people that can push him out or try to push him out. Adam Silver is hired by the owners, so he can't do anything 
because he, he's their employee. But then that's going to tell us who those owners are. Because if you if you had a situation, just think about it. But just what? just think about that guy Donald Sterling. Just think about what he said and how he think or what he thinks about his players, and and for the fact they got they have to go out there and play for him if they choose. So his mentality of, of what he thinks about them players just and you expected me to play for him. So now he already said that his friends feel the same way or he don't want his friends calling him and texting him saying your girlfriend got these pictures with African-Americans on there. Like that was really an issue that really bothered him. So it's more oh, so. It definitely bothered him. Yeah, it bothered him for him to say something like that. And, and not only that, do you remember the part where he was talking about the color of her skin? Like he wanted her to change it. Like she could have it removed. Yeah, yeah. He he said that, but I I don't know if he was losing his mind or he's drunk. Either way, he is who he is. He's just ignorant. Yeah, he's just ignorant in 2014. And I did a baseball. But I, if Major League Baseball can force Frank McCourt to sell his team, I think basketball can do the same thing. Didn't they, they, really didn't they get uh, shots out of Cincinnati? Yeah, they did. Yeah. So. And, and that's the same way that they did it. They suspended her. She lost sponsorship dollars, and then the other right. owners put pressure on her. Yeah, now he's going to be bleeding money now. Don, uh, Donald Sterling is going to be because all the as you said, all the sponsorship is gone. He's going to have to pay his players. He's going to have to do all these things. No, he's not but, going to be bleeding. No, I'm right. saying I'm saying he it's not going to be. Team. It's not going to be rolling in like it was a week ago. No, wait, with that, all the sponsorship no, no, and everything. Keep it one hundred. This dude is worth one point nine billion dollars. This little money <laughs> that he's going to lose is not really going to hurt him. No, what I'm, is going to hurt him is how he's looked. And veered upon by his peers. Does he care? I, I'll say he cares as far as the other owners go. If he's worth one point nine billion dollars, you know, think of that mindset right there. He's worth one point nine billion dollars. Why he wouldn't move to Anaheim because of his friends want to play. His friends, uh, probably obviously in that same category as far as the billionaire status. Right. If he loses his team, he's now a millionaire, and those are not the same friends you have. It is a it's a different it's a different wealth. If he sells this team, he's going to make over half of, uh, half a billion dollars right. off of this sale. Mm-hmm. So he he's going to be, he's totally fine. He's fine because his his money his real money comes from the real estate uh, market, right? Especially and, in L.A. And people will yeah. jump. This is this thing. The Clippers could be worth nine hundred million dollars ten years from now. Like they're one of the hottest teams in the NBA. If they can keep everybody, if they if he gets if he sells this team to whoever, it it'll go on as status quo as if nothing happened because the problem will have been eradicated. I think every NFL team is worth a billion dollars. I don't I don't even the small market teams. Uh, so I can't understand why a team, an exciting team like the Los Angeles Clippers, is not worth the billion dollars that it you know that it, it probably wants. is. I guarantee it's, it's worth the billion. Yeah, you can, you can have some somewhere stuff. Somewhere around between 700, 800 million, somewhere around there. Yeah. But I, you look at... Uh, they, said thing about, they said the same thing about the Dodgers, and they sold for $2 billion, So <laughs> True. You know. That, that is true. And I guarantee you Trump will, will buy the team for a billion if he had the opportunity. Trump will... Comes up for what's sale. the difference between Sterling and Trump? Billion. Trump's no different. He just saying you ain't got the video quarter now. Sterling and Trump? Trump won't be stupid enough to get caught on tape? Right. But he'd be stupid enough to say all the stuff he says, but he can say it in a way where, I mean, you, we can, spe- we can speculate who people are. I like to talk to people, and I find out who they are in 15 minutes, whether I'm ever going to talk to them again. Right. Has money or not. But, yeah, Trump, you know, Trump, 
he's a different type of guy. I'm not saying he is Donald Sterling at all, but the category of friendships people have, you got to associate yourself with around, you know, people that's like you. I, I think that's why the birds of the feathers going to flock together. Absolutely. Kwame, we had a conversation the other day, and when this first came out, and you said something that was very interesting that we just kind of just touched on, where you talk about Sterling and his circle of friends. Mm-hmm. Boy, I would like to find out who they are. Yeah, they, they, he just put them in a situation, even by bringing out or saying that, you know, my friend, I don't want to get all these texts from my friends. Uh, uh, I don't want to get these calls from my friends that you taking pictures with African Americans. First of all, the whole content of the conversation just was crazy. Just the subject of who she taking pictures with. First of all, she's black. She's a uh, ethnic uh, Mexican. She's of another color, skin tone. And for him to want to be with her and then say she can't do the same things or bring somebody who looked like her into the arena, it was, it's crazy. It made me think that a guy was, no, obviously he's an idiot, but it made me think he was just like he's done. His mind is gone for him to say those things and, and be, with, be with one. So they, it's fine to do something in the dark uh, as long as your friends, your buddies, your circle of friends know, but they don't, he didn't want the world to know. Absolutely. But he sits across. Don't he sit here on the floor across from the, the bench? The yeah. games he goes to. Yeah, the games he goes to. She's sitting across from he and his wife, and she's on the floor across from him. And some, I think I've actually seen them sitting together in a, yeah, in a, in a picture. In she'll sit across, and then she'll sit with him sometimes. Yeah. So um, with respect to the NBA as a whole, mm-hmm. number one, Valued team is the Knicks, one point four billion. That's New York. The Chargers, one point one billion, and they're the twenty third ranked team in the NFL. And the Chargers is a small market, also. Yeah. San Diego's a small market. Yeah. That's so that's that, that shows the big difference. But I mean, it's the NFL is just a different monster. Yeah, but you know what? Eighty two. If I could play eighty two, put me in the marketing department, and I'm sure most of them do a high percentage of them do a great job. The NFL plays sixteen to twenty games. The baseball, basketball plays. 82 plus two more months of basketball. Yeah. Yeah, 120 something more games, possibly. Baseball plays close to 200 games starting from spring training. Yeah, put me in that market department and see, don't I take the Clippers to a a billion dollars, which they probably are already. So, having said everything that we've said, what do you think the Clippers will do tonight? Are they going to protest or are they going to play and play just, are they just going to do what they did with. Flipping their flipping their warm ups over. Like in all honesty, what do you think they will do? I think it depends on the ruling that Adam Silver gives at eleven o'clock. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's fair. I really do. If 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 he does not come down with a heavy hand, then I really think you might have some guys that may not want to play. And Doc Rivers is still yet to determine what he's going to do this year, if not and and next year. I think Doc Rivers he gonna opt out. He'd be crazy not to. Uh, again, same situation. If yeah. Donald Sterling is still, let's put it this way, he, he'll probably still be owner of the team, but if he's not being put pressure on to sell the team, see, if it's not heading in that direction, then Doc Rivers is gone. I just did a, a baseball show. I had a baseball guys on. It was very, it was, I, I enjoyed that show. It was an interesting show. And I enjoyed this show also because it really touched on some life situation. That's why I don't like, I, I, that's why I want to like our show to be, Strictly statistics, numbers, wins, and loss. But you get into the life situation of like we did when Tiger Woods had his uh, issues. Um, but I did the baseball show, and the baseball show was very interesting because it touched on a whole lot of stuff. It wasn't any one person. It was more of an organization or, or 
lack of thereof that kept minorities out the game or or stick them into a certain uh, level A or B or triple A, double A, put them in places. And when I said there was only, I think I said the percentage was so low, it was ridiculous, and they called it minorities. It's not black Americans. It's not African Americans. It might be Cubans or Dominicans and all that in the league, but it's not what it used to be 15, 20 years ago. And that was to me that was crazy. And I thought it was not, that was the reason why there's there's no black owners in baseball, and it probably never will be. Yeah, well, you know, they, Magic has a, a small stake in the in the Dodgers, but outside of that, you're not going to have a, a African American majority owner in baseball. Junior, do you think it's because of the game itself, or do you it's, think it's, it's really because it's the same old thing, good old boy network, and they just won't let it in? Good, it's, it's, a, it's a good old boy network, plain and simple, man. If it's, I got a job, it's, it's the same thing we would do. I'm let me, So don't get it confused. If I got a job, yeah, I'm going to hire uh, my friends, but I'm going to fire them for the same reason. If you're competent enough to do the job, it's going to be a good old boy all the way around, but it keeps up. Uh, I'm going to hire the, my friends, but I'm also hire the most competent people that can do the job. Right. But I, 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 he goes in baseball. He goes a little deeper than, than that. It's, it's, it's very, it's deep. It's deep. It's deep rooted, and it's going to always. It, it's, it's going to be that way for a long time. And like I said before, when you kill something at the gla- at the grassroots, it'll never grow. It can't grow. Right. So, um, you know, there it is. And I can see that being hard with baseball because one of the best things about your profession, Junior, you can play for so long. So that means you have exactly. years of ties with all these people who, like Kwame just said, well, that's my friend. I played with him 10 years ago. You don't so have to have I played with you for 10 years. Let me hire you and uh, think about this ownership opportunity because of relationships we built over 20 years of playing together. Right, and I don't have to have, you don't have to have a college degree. If it's my business and I know you play, that's your experience right there. You, right. Just, you play for 10, 15 years, 20 years. Okay, you you three hours short. All right, well, come you you know more than any college student gonna come out, as far as my business run. Right. I mean, like, like, like Danny just said, yeah, man. Twenty seconds. You start playing baseball at eighteen years old, but just look at Trout's situation, okay? Trout is twenty-one years old. After he's done with this deal, this first contract is one hundred forty-four million, I believe. He's only going to be twenty-eight years old on his second contract, wow. which is going to be worth probably well over three hundred million on his next deal that he gets. Wow. We're talking over $400 million by the time he's 30 years old that he's made in this game. And that's where, <laughs> that's where it is. I mean, so, you know, read between the lines. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens today at 11. Uh, we got to get out of here. Just keep in mind, uh, Adam Silver only fined Joe Noah $7,500 for saying F you to a ref. So he doesn't necessarily know the money scheme yet as of now. So we'll see what happens. Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. We'll see you guys Thursday. All right, now. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 